Hey, it's Arrow on iHeartRadio. Being a second-degree black belt in martial arts does not mean that I am the best kicker, the puncher, and blocker. It's living the black belt path. And that means that your mind, body, and soul have got to be in tip-top shape. When it comes to the body at the age of 52, that's a big challenge. But what I did was I became a shredder. Hundreds of thousands of people around the world have lost extraordinary amounts of weight. And Dr. Ian Smith's shred program is the way to do it. And he's got a brand new book about it. Using his proven killer combo of diet confusion, meal spacing, meal replacement, and strategic snacking, he knows how to help you lose weight and maintain a weight loss. It's that easy? It really is. We are unplugged and totally uncut with Dr. Ian Smith. You know, the problem with this country is, is that we like to eat a lot of food, and here comes your book, Huge Flavor, Half the Calories. Half this nation has a problem with diabetes, and I think you've just created the new Bible, sir. Can I tell you something? In the beginning of the book, I'm very clear. I say that I like food, but I love good food. And the reason why I wrote the Shred Diet Cookbook is I want to prove to people that just because you hear the word healthy food does not mean it can't be equally tasty. And so these 190-plus recipes are all about regular traditional foods, barbecue steak, chicken, fish, uh, salads, smoothies, things that every regular person will eat, but I want to show you how to eat these things and prepare them with very simple ingredients so it's very inexpensive but also very tasty. You don't make us feel embarrassed to become a shred or a shredder, and and I mean, most people say I'm on a diet, but no, you, you can actually be very proud of being on this plan. Let me tell you something. People around the country, and this is, I got people overseas on the Shred program. We call them Shredders. We got a big Facebook group called Shredder Nation. No, it's a badge of pride because our simple philosophy is that no one is going to be perfect. We don't ask people to be perfect. All we say to people is just try to do better. Just try to do better. And you know what? Losing weight and maintaining your health is not a sprint. It's a marathon through life. And so people love the Shred. We call it the Shred Lifestyle because it's all about realism. It's about saying you don't have to be perfect it's about saying that do your best set some goals and by the way we're in it with you and that's why i think it's so successful i break one of your biggest rules though dude i i don't do breakfast at all and i and after reading your book and studying your plan it's like i need to change my idea well, here's the, you know what, and you're not by yourself, Errol. I got to tell you, a lot of people either they're just not hungry or they're too busy, and they say, "I'll just skip the breakfast." But I got to tell you, even if you just grab a smoothie in the morning, and you know, the back of the book, there are more than 35 great smoothie recipes. Smoothies are great; they're easy to make, they're fast. You could take them with you. Even just grabbing a piece of fruit and a smoothie, or a little yogurt and a smoothie, that can make a big difference. Because just think about it: you've slept all night, no nutrition whatsoever. Your body's been in a, a quasi vegetarian state, you wake up, your body needs energy to get going, and not feeding yourself is like not putting gas into a car that's on E. So I do recommend just making that one little tweak. Even if it's not a big meal, that one little tweak can actually make a big difference. Even studying your recipes, I'm, I'm also a late eater because I'm working all the time. You don't make me feel guilty of doing a late dinner because I can eat less because sometimes that's more. Well, you know, it's interesting. So the key about eating late, there's no magic hour when you really should stop eating. It's all about when you go to sleep. If you go to sleep at 1 o'clock in the morning, your last big meal should be around 10.30 or 11. So you can snack between 11 and, and, and 1, but your last big meal should be no closer than about two hours of you hitting the bed. So, you know, it's not the magic hour. It's about kind of your metabolism and where it's going to be when you go to bed at night. Now, being from the great state of Montana, you do speak my language, sir, Call cauliflower, squash, zucchini, and even cabbage. 
Oh, let me tell you something. Full of antioxidants. These are superfoods. They're full of antioxidants. They're high in fiber. Fiber is one of the greatest uh, nutrients that we can have to help maintain weight or lose weight. And so the book is rife with things for everything from a vegan, a vegetarian, a carnivore. Everyone, who, every palate can be really satisfied in this book and these very simple recipes that I got to tell you, once again, no gourmet food here. These are regular food you can buy anywhere and you put them together and they taste phenomenal. And you said the key word there, simple recipes. My mom's book was always like page after page after page of recipes, but you have made it so simple to do this. That's because when you look at some of these really fancy cookbooks, I mean, the recipes and the ingredients become over, they become overwhelming. First of all, you got to go to East Kakamunga to find some of this stuff in these specialty stores. And secondly, it takes like a PhD to read through some of the recipes of how to do these things. No, I wanted to write a book that everyone can follow, even guys are loving this book because they're like, geez, I can cook this. And listen, I started off that way too. I didn't cook at all. And I started saying, I need to have a better control of my food environment. And now I love to cook. And my, my kids, they love to cook with me. So, so how did how did kale suddenly become the superfood of 2014? Because all of a sudden, it's the one thing that we're all supposed to be doing. Well, it's funny you say that. I mean, kale's been around for a gajillion years. And I think that, you know, no one really paid much attention to it. But I think the reason why it's become a rock star is two major reasons. One, because of its versatility, okay? You can put kale almost in anything, and it'll be okay because kale is a pretty neutral food. Like, you put it in a smoothie with some berries, you can't taste it. It blends right into the the, the sweetness of the berry. So I think the neutrality of it allows it to be a game player everywhere. The other part of it is, you know, to be very honest with you, celebrity people started talking about kale. It became very trendy. It became the thing to do so you know but it is a you know in all fairness to kale it is very healthy uh good fiber uh, easy to use in different recipes so i think that's how kale became such a superstar but it's nothing new it's been around for a long time and you've created a kale stew dude that's that's definitely something for dinner right there well, yeah, you know, and it's interesting. So I'd recommend to people, you know, every other day if you're just starting out, try to do one liquid meal replacement. That is, have a soup, a shake, or a smoothie instead of a solid meal just every other day. That will cut down your calories, and it will also teach you that you don't have to have these huge meals that we tend to eat. One of the problems we have in America is that our meal sizes are too large. If you cut down some of the meals and spread it out over two meals instead of one, even though it's the same calories, the fact that you're distributing it evenly throughout the day can make a big difference. See, I'm a binger. I I taste great food like you have it in your book, and it's like I don't want to stop because it tastes so good because I feel like I deserve to have more of that flavor. But can I tell you something, though? It, and, and everyone says that. But when you follow the Shred program and you're eating four snacks and I'm sorry, four meals and two snacks a day, you're eating so frequently that after a week, you simply don't want to eat that much at one meal because your body and your stomach become habituated to eating smaller meals more frequently. And believe it or not, I know it's hard to conceptualize, but believe it or not, you'll push back from the table and say, I've had enough because guess what? In an hour and a half, you got a snack coming and your body just gets used to it. Is that a problem in America with us thinking that, well, I know what I'm used to eating, but but I only ate that much, so I must be hungry? Absolutely. I mean, and, and, and here's one of the issues, too, by the way. In America, we eat until we're stuffed yep. instead of eating until we're satiated, until we have knocked that hunger pang off. And so with the Shred Diet Cookbook, 
once again, trying to make it simple for you, all you do, the, the, the serving sizes are all built out for you. So there's no calculations whatsoever. It's just measuring and cooking. That's it. And so, yeah, portion control is a big deal. And part of the cookbook is that you're given the right portions. So how come you're not afraid of discovering new foods? Because foods, there's so many foods. The sad part of it is we won't be able to taste all the foods. Right. You know, I grew up, though, with a very limited palate, with a very limited palate about the cuisines I like. And as I got older and got into relationships, my girlfriends, you know, opened me up to kind of like trying different foods. And so I realized, geez, all these years where I was just eating steak and potatoes or burgers and fries, I missed out on all these great, rich flavors. They made me feel good. The combinations were great. The smells were great. And so now I'm just an open canvas. I just love trying new foods. See, I love your energy. And see, and it's listening to your voice and reading this book and putting them together that you make being a shredder fun, energetic, and fulfilling all about accessibility and being realistic and you know who doesn't want to lead a long healthy life I mean no matter what you say about how different we are there's so many similarities for all of us people want to be healthy they want to enjoy their life they want to enjoy their kids they want to look good I mean these are all the things that shredders want and you know I like to play to our strengths rather than emphasize our weaknesses or our differences people want to be happy they want to be healthy like you're saying and that also includes you got it right here grilled cheese greatness <laughs> One of my favorites. I cooked it yesterday for my kids. Oh, wonderful. You know, here's my greatest compliment. When people open up this book and they say to me, what? You can have this on a diet and it's healthy? And the answer is, yes, you can. You can have these fun foods, but we learn how to cook the fun foods better. For example, the barbecue chicken. Instead of having the skin left on the chicken, we take the skin off the chicken. We take away 30% of the calories. We dust it in some flour. We saute it so the barbecue sauce has a crust to stick to. And now you have a healthier version of barbecue chicken. See, so yeah, that's like even, even back to the, the, the grilled cheese sandwich. I'm so afraid of bread, but you make it so approachable. It's about what you also have with it, right? So, like, for example, the day of pizza. You can have two slices of pizza, but you also have to have a small green garden salad to go with it. Because if you eat the pizza and you balance it off with that green garden salad, one, you're going to be full. You don't want any more slices. But two, you're also going to get some of that fiber into you to help you stay full longer. You know, the, the, the you had to have gone into the design of this book because you do make it flavorful. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at pictures going, I can do this. I can do this. You what? All, what is your exact part in this book? Because your energy, your everything is this book. And that's that's just so incredible that you that you are this book. So, well, the interesting, I mean, a lot of these recipes are my family recipes. They're my recipes. There's my steak recipes in there, my uncle's black eyed pea salad, my aunt's sweet potato. I mean, a lot of recipes I've grown up with, I've lived with, I've developed. But also, you know, I say to my team, listen, let's take some ideas from the shredders throughout the country who say we want more fish dishes, more salads. So we take ideas, we sit down in the kitchen, and we sit there and we just make these recipes. I mean, you know, recipe writing is an art. You know, it, it takes a team to write recipes because it's all kind of experimentation but one thing I'm happy with at the end of the day is that every recipe in this book is absolutely delicious and it's healthy. I, I know that the cover says the shred diet and I, I, man I gotta tell you what though it, it's not it's like a retuning of the mind body and soul. You're giving us new fuel for this engine. Well, it says the Shred Diet Cookbook, but this is a cookbook that anyone, whether you're on a diet or not, so let's say you're not on a diet, anyone is going to eat these. The meatloaf muffins on page 59. 
are unbelievable. And whether you're trying to lose weight or not, you're going to love these recipes. So yeah, it's called the Shred Diet Cookbook, but really it's just a cookbook for everybody. Are you from the South? Is there somebody from this? Because you're, because the the food designs and everything are so relatable to our palate down here in the South. Um, my family's from uh, North Carolina. Actually. Oh my God! I knew that had to be. <laughs> See, just just because of the looking at the diet and everything, and looking at all the different styles of food and stuff, I there 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 had to be some sort of connection to the Carolinas. Because there is a big one. We big one. we take what's what's grown on the land very seriously, and we figure out ways to make it a part of our life and style. And sir, that's what this book is. And more people need to understand that it is a way of life. And you're you're that leader. Well, you know, thank you for saying that. But I feel like I'm just one voice. I mean, there I mean, there are a lot of people for a long time who've been talking about farm to table, how to eat cleaner, how to take foods that come out of our uh, out of our land and actually make them palatable and good. And I tell people all the time, for example, with spaghetti, spaghetti is a great example, by the way, about how you can make foods tasty. There's no difference in taste between white spaghetti, white pasta, and whole wheat pasta. There's a big difference in health, however, but what makes the spaghetti good is the sauce. And so we have a great whole wheat spaghetti with an edamame pesto. And when I tell you it is out of this world, and so you have the spaghetti that people say you shouldn't eat spaghetti on a diet, it's not good for you, but you can eat it when it's whole grain, and you have a great pesto sauce that's very flavorful and low in calories, and you have the whole winning combination. It almost sounds like that that the food is the dessert, and when we get to the desserts, no, let's go back to the food. It's almost like you're retraining us to think that the food is where we need to start first. Well, so it's interesting you say retrain because I tell people all the time, the idea with the shred lifestyle is that we are retraining our stomachs and retraining our palates and our cravings so that now we are more appreciative of different flavors of healthier flavors, but also still enjoy some of those things we grew up with. I mean, listen, every once in a while, I'll have, you know, a burger, I'll have some fries, like anybody else, I'll have some pizza, but I don't, unlike before, I don't need to eat it all the time because there are other fun foods. I had a risotto yesterday uh, in Dallas that was out of this world. And so I'm, I, I want to try other good foods that are equally pleasing as those that I had as a kid. One of my biggest addictions are these darn power shakes where they say, oh, 22 grams of this, that, this, and this. But yet you, you make the, the, the smoothies sound more important that, that I can actually fortify, let, let's say, my immune system with these rather than sitting here with these power shakes. Well, what's interesting is that, you know, we recommend about five servings of fruits and or vegetables a day. And the beauty of a smoothie is that in just one smoothie, you can get between two and sometimes three servings in that one smoothie. And so for people who have a hard time getting all their vegetables and fruits in throughout the day because they forget or they just don't like it, in that one smoothie you start the morning off with, you're already three in the bank, two to three in the bank. You only got a couple more left, one salad, and you're done. So I love smoothies. Shakes are good too, by the way. We have some shake recipes. But to me, I like a little sweet. I got to be honest with you, I'm a sweet guy, so I like the sweetness of smoothies. And I also like the, like the flexibility. You can put all kinds of combinations of fruits and vegetables. Sometimes I put kale in there. Sometimes I put pineapple, mango, blueberry, strawberry, you name it. And you just come up with these great creations. You, you speak of flexibility. It's one, one of the things that, that I've been able to do since, since reading the, the Shred Diet and becoming a part of my life is that I find it's not just a trip to the grocery store. You help me plan. So therefore, when I get to the grocery store, I'm on a mission. And you make it so simple, dude. 
Well, you know, the interesting thing is that one of the biggest complaints that people had early on was that they needed to prepare. Could I help them prepare? So in the Super Shred book, we actually develop grocery lists for people so you can have an idea of what you may need for that week on the program. But like you said, I mean, going to the store knowing what you have in mind for at least three days can be very critical because you want to make sure you're buying the right things, you're buying enough of the right things and not having to go to the store like I used to do every other day because I just wasn't thinking ahead. It just takes 15 minutes to say, okay, I'm going to plan out my meals for the next three days and get those ingredients. But you know all of us break those rules, though. It's like I did a thing when I turned 50. It was to lose 50 pounds for the age of 50. But it's mm-hmm. it's the journey is after you've lost the 50 pounds to keep it off. Is there a place, do you have a website where the average person can come up and they can be re-motivated? And, and because, you know, you know how Americans get, oh, I did it, I did it, I did it. But they don't live on with the path. 1,000%. We got a Facebook group. It's called Shredder Nation. S-H-R-E-D-D-E-R Nation. It's a closed group. You got to click to join it and we'll let you in. But it's, it's thousands of shredders from around the country who support each other during the process and even after the process. There are people who go off for a little bit and they come back in. So it's a really great supportive community that's all about positive energy. Also, if you go to our website, it's shredlife.com, S-H-R-E-D, life.com. Tons of great free resources there for people. And, of course, on Twitter, I see you're on Twitter. My Twitter is at Dr. D-R-I-A-N Smith. I'm always tweeting out articles, recipes, you know, all kinds of tips for people to try to get a better life. You're so connected. That, that, the, the marketing of this is just so brilliant. When, when it came to the social marketing of this, did someone sit down with you or did you say, look, we're going to do it this way because I have to be here for those that are making this a part of their life? Errol, the truth is that when I first started this, I wasn't me- I wasn't trying to develop a program. I was just tweeting some tips to my followers, and I was just giving them, you know, I did a three-day detox with them. I said, this is what you eat for three days, and people were losing three pounds in three days. And at the end of three days, I said, well, what's next? Well, there was no next. So, you know, I kept developing new days for them, and finally it just coagulated into the Shred Diet Program. It became a real book. So this is the Shred Shred phenomenon really was something that started off as a Twitter idea, a Twitter project, and it just became this huge national thing. I'd be shocked if every martial arts school didn't pick up this book and start teaching it, sir, because this is what we call living the black belt path. This It, it has to do with eating. It has to do with living and stuff. And, and you are living this path. And these aren't just a bunch of words because you know how the industry is, where they like to type a, be- a beautiful picture on the front cover. This is you. This is who you are as a person. As real as it gets, man. I mean, from all my flaws and my strengths, I- I'm just a real person. I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. But, uh, it's uh, you know, I think life is meant to be loved and lived well. And I think being healthy and eating fun but healthy food is a great way to do it. Is there a food that you made a mistake with that actually became a major favorite? Oh, boy. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a meat eater. Yeah. I mean, you know, I love I love ribeyes, for example. I love a barbecue ribeye. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. And but I eat these things all the time. And um, but it's the size. I don't eat a 16 ounce steak. You know, I eat a seven ounce steak. That's it. That's it. You know, I, in fact, you know, I can't when I sit down to a table at a restaurant and they bring me a 16 ounce steak, I almost lose my appetite because like it's. 
just this big hunk of meat and I just can't eat that much because my stomach is not used to anymore consuming such a large volume at once. See, and that's that's what I love about the book is that the fact that you have all these delicious recipes and you're, you're, you're helping us not have food hangovers. I love this book, Ian, and man, I hope to God I get to talk to you more in the future. Anytime, man, and follow me on Twitter and uh, let's stay in touch. 